Good morning for Friday, April 28, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Plan shifts trillions to the wealthiest. For GOP, deficit takes a back seat to cutting taxes. And vote on health law is likely to miss the mark. In today's national headlines, in Arkansas, an execution means closure. Inquiry seeks to learn if Flynn hid foreign payment and dozens of dead whales. Scientists don't know why. In today's business headlines, feeling robbed of O'Reilly but still tuning in. Cloud produces sunny earnings at three companies. And United reaches a deal with the passenger dragged off a plane. There will be more business stories ahead, more national and world news too, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington by Julia Hirschfeld Davis and Patricia Cohen. Plan shifts trillions to the wealthiest. President Trump's proposal to slash individual and business taxes and erase a surtax that funds the Affordable Care Act would amount to a multi-trillion dollar shift from federal coffers to America's richest families and their heirs. The outline that Trump offered on Wednesday, last a tax overhaul plan than a list of costly cuts with no price tags attached, calls for tax reductions for individuals of every income level as well as businesses. But the vast majority of benefits would accrue to the highest earners and largest holders of wealth, according to economists and analysts. The only Americans who were very clear winners under the new system are the wealthiest, said Edward Kleinbard, a law professor at the University of Southern California. Repealing the estate tax would affect just 5,300 or so fortunes a year. For 2007, couples can shield up to $11 million of their estates from any taxation. Repealing the estate tax would cost an estimated $174.2 billion over a decade, the Tax Policy Center said. Reducing the rate on capital gains, non-corporate business taxes, and those in the highest bracket, as well as repealing the alternative minimum tax, would also ease the burden on wealthier Americans. So would the repeal of a 3.8% surtax on the investment income of high earners, put in place under the health law to subsidize coverage for low-income Americans. These are all afflictions of the affluent, Kleinbard said. There's no way to know how the mathematics of the proposal would work, since the White House offered no cost estimates, no detail about which incomes would be taxed at what levels, and no information about tax deductions or other breaks that might be eliminated to make up for the lost revenue. On Thursday, Sean Spicer, the White House press secretary, suggested tax benefits for retirement savings would be rolled back to mitigate the cost of tax cuts. But White House officials said Spicer had misspoken. Officials instead said specifics would come later as negotiations unfolded with members of Congress to draft legislation. The administration's silence on many crucial details of the plan was by design to leave room for what promises to be an intense negotiation with lawmakers and Congress, said Rohit Kumar, the leader of PWC's Washington National Tax Services. Yet without specifics, he added, You can't make anything but a wild guess on what the distributional effects of the proposal would be. What the administration put out yesterday is all of the good news, Kumar said. They've withheld on the bad news. 
but estimates of the impacts for some of the cuts that were outlined Wednesday, such as the estate tax and alternative minimum tax repeals can be made, and they run directly counter to the populist themes that animated Trump's campaign. Here is the second story on today's front page. For GOP, deficit takes a back seat to cutting taxes. From an office high above Manhattan, the billionaire Peter Peterson has warned for years that the federal government's borrowing too much money. Republicans in Congress have been eager to sing from the same hymnal so long as a Democrat was in the White House. The Republican support this week for President Trump's plan to reduce taxes suggests that those who hang on to austere concerns about debt will be facing former allies who want to chase economic growth. Trump's proposal calls for cutting taxes on corporations and individuals, including reducing the corporate tax, from 35% to 15% and doubling the size of the standard deduction for individuals. Analysts estimated it could add as much as $7 trillion over a decade to the federal debt, depending on what Congress eventually packs in a tax bill. That is notable because the debt has increased sharply over the last decade, growing from 34.8% of the nation's annual economic output at the end of 2006 to 76.5% at the end of 2016. Prominent figures like Janet Yellen, the chairwoman of the Federal Reserve and a Democrat, have urged lawmakers to curb that growth. The prospect that the debt might balloon again instead is stirring anxieties at a range of well-financed groups that have long regarded Republicans as their natural allies. Right now, we're all about trying to figure out how to offset the cost of this framework and coming up with pro-growth tax reform ideas that won't worsen our really dire fiscal situation, said Maya McGinnis, president.